0: Welcome to the Prophecy Club. Our topic today is six reasons this man that I'm about to tell you is one of the two witnesses and contrary to what I guess most people think and I guess most of the prophecy books all teach that it's going to be Enoch and Elijah and I'm going to cover why that's not correct and I'm going to show you who really is one of the two witnesses and then my plan is is at least if not tomorrow the Soon after this, I'm going to also bring you who the second witness is. Now, the reason is, is I'm getting a lot of emails, which, by the way, thank you for your emails, but I'm getting a lot of emails saying, Stan, you got to tell the people. You really, you really should tell them we are in the tribulation. Well, again, you know, that's a very, very big statement. And before I make that statement, I want to be really, really sure. But I will say it does appear that we're very, very close. And if we are in the tribulation, then we need to know some things about the tribulation, things like who are the two witnesses. matter of fact, I prayed to ask God, let me meet the two witnesses. And that may very well happen. There may be a possibility that we'll actually get to meet these guys. So anyway, this comes directly from my book, Secret Door to Understand Bible Prophecy. Chapter eight on the two witnesses and how they are not Enoch and Elijah. So God sends two of his greatest prophets Revelation 11, to walk the streets of Jerusalem, bringing his truths and sending curses upon the evil done in Jerusalem. God uses these two witnesses to match the beast and the false prophet step for step in French and miracle for miracle. This is the second greatest contest between God and the devil, with the return of Jesus being the greatest battle. Revelation 11:3 says, and I will give power. Now, this is talking about what the two witnesses do. I'll give power to my two witnesses. This happens in the middle of the tribulation. And they shall prophesy 1,203 score days. That's three and a half years, and that's the last three and a half years of the tribulation. That's another real big question. Yes, it's the last three and a half years of the tribulation. Clothed in sackcloth, these are the two olive trees and the two candlesticks. Now, what does that mean? Well, olive trees is where they got the anointing oil to burn in the temple. And the two candlesticks is the menorah, or it represents God pouring out his anointing. So these are the two anointed ones. That's the reason it says my olive trees and my candlesticks. They're pouring out the anointing of God on the earth. So as the beast and the false prophet are standing in the Holy of Holies, these two witnesses of God are walking up and down the streets of Jerusalem prophesying and they are refuting everything these two guys remember what the lord told me i'll tell you again august 8 2015 saturday night lord i don't have anything to say for the sermon tomorrow morning what do you want to say and i heard words they said this is the time of miracles as the judgment hits so will my miracles miracles like no one has ever seen going all the way back to adam and eve tell them Thou will never leave them, nor forsake them. I'm going to meet the devil, entry inch, step for step, pound for pound, everything he does, I'm going to meet him. Meaning, as the beasts of the false prophet are prophesying out lies, these two witnesses are refuting everything they say. And they can't shut them up because the morning star comes out of the mouth. I'll read that in just a second. Staying before the God of the earth, and if any man will hurt them, fire proceedeth out of the mouth. As in, whoom! And as that morning star hits the people, they fall to the ground in a pile of ashes and bones. It doesn't just kill them; it kills them body and soul. Fire proceedeth out of the mouth and devoureth their enemies. If any man hurt them, he must in this manner be killed. These have power to shed heaven that it rain not in the days of the prophecy, and power of waters to turn them to blood and smite the earth with all plagues as often as they will. And when they shall have finished their testimony, the beast that ascendeth out of the bottom spit, that would be the, the beast or the antichrist, shall make war against them and shall overcome them and kill them. But he didn't really get victory over them. That was just them being promoted to a higher position. One of the greatest questions in the Bible, in Bible prophecy is, who are the two witnesses? In my early days as a prophecy student, I made the same mistake that most prophecy students make. I lightly read Hebrews 9.27 that says, It is appointed a man once to die, and after this the judgment. So the two witnesses, all I had to do to find them was find two witnesses that died in the Old Testament and that, can, that, that didn't come back to life. That, that, and all of a sudden, those are the two witnesses. <clears throat> like, Malachi 4.5 says, I will send you Elijah the prophet before the coming and great and dreadful day of the Lord. Let me rephrase that. All I had to do was find two that didn't die. So that meant that Enoch and Elijah had to be it. Well, that's not correct. And my first conclusion was in order to find the identity of the two witnesses, all I had to do was find the two men in the Old Testament who didn't die. They would be the two witnesses. I was wrong. I concluded that they had to be Enoch and Elijah, right? Because they didn't die. A common misunderstanding this was the first of many misunderstandings that would be corrected through personal revelations God would give me as I went through memorized the book of Revelation and wrote it in this book, Secret Door to Understand Bible Prophecy. So before I began to memorize the book of Revelation, I knew nothing that is in this book. In other words, all of this book is all new revelations. God supplied the information and wrote this book, which, by the way, I'd recommend you get. As a matter of fact, what I recommend you get is not just the book. The best thing to do is get the Watchman package, which is two charts. You see over this shoulder right over here, I've got a a chart hanging up. Actually, I think it's over this shoulder. I've got a chart hanging up. It's two foot by three foot, and you get two of those charts, okay? You also get five DVD discs of me spending like three days teaching through the book of Revelation. Then you get five copies of my book, The Secret Door to Understand Bible Prophecy. And you get this. This is my book where I wrote out the book of Revelation as I memorized it because I discovered you can't memorize Scripture just looking at it in the Bible. You've got, you got to make your own copy. Okay? So anyway, I would recommend you get that $355 value for a gift of $200, and my understanding is that we, we, are, we are selling a lot of them, so I'd recommend you do that. Jesus said that the prophecy which Elijah would come was fulfilled. John the Baptist fulfilled the prophecy, so don't look for Elijah. He's not coming, because he's already come. Matthew 11 says, For all the prophets in the law prophesied unto John. If you will receive it, this is Elias, which was for to come. In other words, John the Baptist was coming in the spirit and power of Elijah. Then Luke 1 says the same thing. It says, and thou shalt call his name John, and he shall go before him in the spirit and power of Elias. So that prophecy is fulfilled. It's not going to be Elijah. Here's where a lot of people are thrown off course. Deuteronomy 19, at the mouth of two witnesses, or at the mouth of three witnesses, shall a matter be established. So they forget to look for that second witness, as I did. Hebrews 9.27 says, and it's appointed a man once to die, and then the judgment. Well, okay. So all I thought all I had to do is find two people that didn't die, meaning Eden, Enoch, and Elijah, those got to be two witnesses. Wrong. Concerning Hebrews 9.27, where is the second confirming verse? You see, every major doctrinal point in the Bible always is backed up by a second or third confirming statement. If you memorize the book of Revelation like I did, you will find yourself memorizing things several times, the same phrase, the same meaning. I've not got to the trouble to see that Hebrews 9.27 only occurs once in the Bible. That would have weakened my entire theory of Enoch and Elijah being the two witnesses. Is the Bible wrong? Is it saying that sometimes a person does not come back to life? Is Hebrews 9.27 wrong? Is a verse in the King James Bible wrong? No. It's simply saying it's not a major doctrinal point, meaning it does not necessarily have to come to pass. <clears throat> Because it's not said twice. It is true that people came back is it true that people can come back to life? Yes. The beast comes back to life. Others in the gospels reported have come back to life. I had to conclude that Hebrews nine twenty seven is not always a hard and fast rule. The focus is more on the surety of the judgment. Now, I'm going to claim and I'm going to show you six reasons why John the Revelator, the guy that wrote the book of Revelation. Was is is going to actually be this one of the two witnesses. I first ran across this John, Revelation 1 9, when John said, I, John, who also am your brother and companion in tribulation. And the thought came to me is John saying he's going to be with us in the tribulation the last seven years? Is he saying he's going to be there in the tribulation to come? I just dismissed the thought because I didn't believe that at the time. I thought the two witnesses would be in Elijah. So I kept memorizing and moved forward. Besides, the word tribulation also means trouble or pressure, so it's not necessarily speaking of the last seven years, I thought. I stayed in the back it stayed in the back of my mind as a possibly a possibility for John as being one of the two witnesses. Reason number two. When I reached Revelation ten eight, a second reason arrived, taking a more serious look at to see If I had misunderstood about Elijah and Enoch being the two witnesses, I discovered something new in the scriptures. In these verses, John eats the little book, which was sweet as honey in his mouth. There are only two places in the Bible in which a book or a roll is eaten and is sweet as honey to taste. First one is Revelation 10, 8b, go and take the little book uh, out of the hand of the angel and eat it. I took it and eat it up it as the mouth of sweet sweetest honey. As soon as I had eaten it, my belly was bitter. And he said to me, thou must prophesy again before many peoples, nations, tongues, and kings. Then what I also found in Ezekiel 2, it says a roll of a book was therein, I was written within and without, and there was written lamentations, mourning, and woe. He went on to say, Son of man, eat that thou findest. Eat this roll, and go and speak to the house of Israel. It was in my mouth as sweet as, as honey for sweetness. And he said unto me, Son of man, go. Get thee into the house of Israel, and speak with my words unto them. So, in the other case where the roll was sweet as honey, it was lamentations, mourning, and woe. And then Ezekiel, in this case, went out and prophesied and spoke the words of God. So what it's saying is that John the Revelator is going to be one of the two witnesses, and when he eats the sweet roll, then he's going to go out and speak the word of God to the people of earth. God had Ezekiel eat the sweet roll and was immediately told to speak the words of lamentation, mourning, and woe to Israel. Likewise, immediately after John eats the sweet roll or book, John also is told to prophesy before many peoples, nations, tongues, and kings. So the sweet book is Lamentations, Mourning, and Woe. The two witnesses speak out curses to stop the rain and turn the water to blood. John eats the book of Lamentations, Mourning, and Woe, and then speaks those words of God upon the earth. John eats the book, which gives him the words to say. So were Enoch and Elijah ever found eating a sweet book of curses? No. Nowhere. Neither one of them is one of the two witnesses, nor neither one eats a book. It is John the Revelator who eats the book of Lamentations, Mourning and Woe. Then, just as Ezekiel did, John prophesies to the nation of Israel, among others. That's why I recommend you get this watchman package. I've covered it, so I'll keep moving. Reason number three. He speaks to many peoples, nations, tongues, and kings is an unfulfilled prophecy. John was told one of the most powerful angels, or by one of the most powerful angels in the Bible, that he is to go and speak to, quote, many peoples, nations, tongues, and kings. According to the book of Fox's Book of Martyrs, John was boiled in oil and banned to the Isle of Patmos. He never traveled the globe, prophesying to many people, nations, tongues, and kings. And let's go to the next reason, reason number four. It's a continuation of thought. There's only two verses later, the angel reveals the two witnesses. The text never changes topics from telling John that he is going to prophesy to, quote, many peoples, nations, tongues, and kings, and I will give power to my two witnesses. Meaning, even though it's a chapter, uh, a change of chapters, it's not a change of thought. Meaning he's still talking about the two witnesses, and that's when he says, while there is a chapter break, there is only two verses separating John from eating the sweet book of Lamentation warning and woe, until power is given to the two witnesses. So he's still talking about it when he's talking about John is going to be given this power. Furthermore, neither of the two verses change the topic or subject. Thou must prophesy again as speaking with John when it says, I will give power unto my two witnesses is a direct prophecy. Thou must prophesy again. By the way, this is word for word out of my book, Secret Door to Understand Bible Prophecy. So if you like this method of explaining Bible prophecy, you uh, want to get the book. And, of course, the best thing is to do is to get the, the watchman's package. I will give power to my two witnesses as a direct prophecy. That must prophesy again as speaking of John the Revelator. I will give power to my two witnesses as speaking of John the Revelator and I'm going to go ahead and tell you what the next one is, Moses. The verses are a continuation of thought. So let's go to Revelation ten. It says, And thou must prophesy again before many peoples, nations, tongues, and kings. Now you skip two verses, and it says, And there was given me a reed like unto a rod, and the angel said, Rise. the angel stood, saying, Rise, measure the temple of God and the altar and them that worship therein. But the court that is without the temple, leave out and measure it not, for it's given unto the Gentiles, and the holy city shall they tread underfoot forty in two months. And I will give power unto my two witnesses. So It jumps from thou must prophesy again before many people's nations tongues to a few verses later, still a continuation of thought, and I'll give power to my two witnesses. They shall prophesy 1,203 score days, which are three and a half years. Clothe them sackcloth. These are the two olive trees. We've read that. Fire proceedeth out of the mouth. That's the morning star. That's the same thing that Jesus uses when he comes down on the white horse and on his vesture, on his thighs, a name written, King of kings and Lord of lords. He blows with the breath of his nostrils. He brandishes his sword, his light sword. That's the reason it says, uh, as, as, as the lightning shines even from the east unto the west, so also shall the coming of man, man, son of man be. Meaning, it's a light sword. And it lights the earth on flower, fire, it destroys the tares, and it gives us a glorified body. All in the one swoop. All in a moment. In the twinkling of an eye at the last or the seventh trump reason number five christians would readily listen to john the thought came to me who would most christians respect to teach them revelation more than john the revelator the guy that wrote the book who would most people really believe the answer had to be john the revelator these five reasons changed my, my mind so john must be one of the two witnesses but more was to come I was reluctant to change my previous conclusions after studying Bible prophecy for for over 40 years, and I also understood that the moment we stop chasing truth with our heart, and the moment we compromise in the slightest degree, then the devil rejoices to bring us error. One of the most difficult tasks in life is to find truth. We must pursue it, forsaking all if necessary, or error will find its way into our heart and understanding. Proverbs 25 says, It is the glory of God to conceal a thing, but the honor of kings is to search out a matter, meaning we have to search for truth. It's actually not easy to find truth, and then when you find it, it's not easy to believe it and accept it. As much as I dislike it, my studies that formed my previous conclusions were (laughs) once again wrong. There's nothing wrong with being wrong if one turns from the air. I've discovered that God, however is quite willing to let me hold error if I want to. Things like a pre-trib rapture. He is not necessarily obligated to help me find the truth unless I genuinely want it and will pursue it with all my strength. Remember, the Bible says, if you seek me with all your heart, you'll find me. Doesn't necessarily mean if you sort of seek, you know, you'll find me. You got to seek with all your heart. Same thing with truth. Revelation 3 says, as many as I love, I rebuke and chasten. So we have to, to search for truth. So here's the final reason why I say John the Revelator is the one of the two witnesses. John and Moses are linked through time by the secret door of prophecy. They both have prophecies for the last days. Moses had the Song of Moses and John the Book of Revelation. I'll say that again. Moses has the Song of Moses, talking about the last days, as if he's going to be there, and John, the book of Revelation, which, of course, (laughs) it says he's going to be there. Leslie and I was told November 23rd of 2007, in a dream, she was shown that if I studied the feast, God would show me the secret door understanding Bible prophecy. This prophecy was fulfilled confirming confirming the word of God, because on March 23rd, 2018, I was shown the vision of two books linked by a secret door. Those two books were Moses the book of Torah and John's Book of Revelation I saw two books side by side I was made to know the one on the left was the Torah of Moses and the one on the right was the revelation of John I saw a yellow time tunnel linking the two the time tunnel looked similar to a yellow stick of butter linking the two but I knew it was a time tunnel specifically linking the word first fruits of Leviticus 23:12 to first fruits of Revelation 144. That revelation was linked to the books of Moses. I count that as my sixth reason for choosing John the Revelator to be one of the two witnesses. So, even though they were written thousands of years apart, they are linked spiritually. Moses is linked to John. Why is it that we see no links going to Enoch and Elijah? There is a secret spiritual door between Torah and Revelation because Moses and John are the two witnesses. So here's my summary. John says, I, John, who am also your brother and companion in tribulation. I now believe it's talking about I'm going to be there in the seven-year tribulation with you. I'm going to be your companion. I'm going to be there. I'm going to be answering questions for you. I believe, I mean, if John, the Revelators have any Bible study, I want to be in it. (laughs) If he's got a broadcast, I want to listen to it. Uh, Same thing with Moses. I ate the sweet book of Lamentations, Mourning, and Woe, preparing to prophesy for three and a half years. So yeah, John ate the sweet book. There's only two people in the Bible that ate a sweet book, Ezekiel and John the Revelator, and they both prophesied. But John the Revelator hasn't prophesied to many people, nations, tongues, and kings. It's also unfulfilled prophecy. Thou must prophesy again to many people's nations, tongues, and kings. Has not happened because John was banned to the island Patmos. They boiled him in oil. He was so ugly when he got done that they banned him from the Isle of Patmos. And I think history records that he never left the island. So he sure did not prophesy to other many people's nations, tongues, and kings. That was prophesy again is only two verses away from I will give power to my two witnesses. So he's basically saying I'm going to be one of the two witnesses. I'm going to be there with you. I'm going to be a companion with you in tribulation. John and the book of Revelation is the New Testament part of the secret door. Remember, I told you this I just a couple of days ago. I told you about the vision. Let me read one more that I'll tell you about the vision. Who would the Christians listen to more than any other person? <laughs> Not Stan Johnson, John the Revelator. I mean, if John the Revelator, if when he shows up, if he's holding Bible study, I want to be there. I want, I, I've got a lot of questions for you. So anyway, what I saw was and it told you the date that I saw it there a second ago. But on the left I saw the book of Torah. On the right I saw the book of Revelation. And then linking between them was like a yellow time tunnel. And I saw this faster than a blink of an eye. And all of this was downloaded to me in a millisecond. And in that second, I was made to know that the word first fruits in Leviticus twenty three, twelve, links to first fruits in Revelation 14 4. And that when you link them together, and when you understand that that fruits is one of the feasts, then all of a sudden, click, 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 all of the prophecies in Revelation can be put in the correct biblical order. Which is why I think that Secret to Un- Understand Bible Prophecy is like the book for you to understand. If we are in the Tribulation, or even if we're close to the Tribulation, it's extremely important to start understanding these scriptures. And I know that everybody, everybody's got, it's like a nose. Everybody's got their opinion on what Bible prophecy means. But ask yourself this. How many of them can say they memorized the book of Revelation? How many of them can say they got 30 revelations, two visions, and an audible voice before they wrote the book? As a matter of fact, one of the visions told me to write the book. Now, I don't think I'm special. I don't think I'm smarter than somebody else. But I do think that God showed me something. In this book, I will say that I will say it this way. I do not think that secret to what I understand Bible prophecy is on Matthew, Mark, Luke and John level. But I don't think it's on Stan Johnson level either. I think God showed me something special in this book. And I think that's because you're about to go through. We're all about to go through the tribulation and we have a need to know. So he's opened up the book of Revelation for us to understand it if we want to. So I recommend you get the Watchman package. And here's what that is. You get two, these are two foot by three foot charts, like one hanging up behind me here. Two foot by three foot charts. You also get five discs of me teaching through the book of Revelation. And you get five copies of my book, plus this book, which is where I wrote out the book of Revelation, okay, memorizing it, has all my notes. Often the, you can see like my notes off on the sideline there. All my notes, what I think, if you were to say, what's, what one thing would you like to hand down to your children? I'd say this book, this book and this book, because this is all of my notes, all of my notes to help you understand Bible prophecy. One last thing. We have 11 prophecies that say that the dollar is going to fall. And for that, I'll recommend you to go to cornerstoneassetmetals.com. We have 14 prophecies that say that there's about to be a food shortage. And for that, I'll send you to josephskitchen.com. We have 32 prophecies that say that there's suitcase nukes in America that will go off in America. And for that, I'd recommend you go to empshield.com, get a little device about the size of a cigarette package to put in your car, and your house, so that it will stop the MP pulse from frying all the computer chips. And we have seven prophecies saying that there's going to be a surprise nuclear attack on America and destroy us. And for that, I'll send you to God's Warnings to America, also another book at prophecyclub.com. Most important, stop sinning, repent, turn to Jesus with your whole heart so he can save you in the day of trouble.
1: As we celebrate the season, let Joseph's Kitchen make it memorable with healthy homemade whole wheat bread. I'm Leslie, owner and founder of Joseph's Kitchen. Our goal is to help you live a more happy and healthy life. At Joseph's Kitchen, our ingredients are ready for easy everyday use, but are also designed for long-term storage. Whether you're looking to make healthy homemade whole wheat bread, or want to make sure your family is prepared, Joseph's Kitchen is pre-packaged to take all the guests' work out. We personally test each harvest to make sure you are getting the highest quality ingredients. At Joseph's Kitchen, we pride ourselves on our quality equipment and all natural ingredients. We are your farm-to-table alternative. Our ingredients are ready for easy, everyday use, but are also designed for long-term storage, making them a wonderful holiday gift for you or a loved one. We are so excited to offer you our new product at josephskitchen.com. Go check out our new spreadable honeys. You and your family are going to love them. We have pumpkin, pecan, cinnamon, and original. It's great to put in your coffee or your tea on your brand new loaf of homemade healthy whole wheat bread. Don't miss out on this holiday offer. Go to josephskitchen.com or call the number on your screen today.
0: So Terry Socket with CornerstoneAssetMetals.com. What is going on in the world? Why should they call CornerstoneAssetMetals.com today? Well, we are
1: having an unusual strength in the dollar. So what that's doing is bringing down the precious metal prices, which is a great buying opportunity. But we have to understand the strength is because the European currency is collapsing below parity and it's getting worse. But what
0: we have to watch indication of, is the dollar's not going to absolutely collapse until the euro
1: collapses. So if we see the European currency completely collapse, we got two weeks to get our money out of the banking system in the United States. But right now it's not, but it is so weak. Take advantage of it because the dollar strength is, in, is incredibly artificial.
0: Cornerstoneassetmetals.com. Cornerstoneassetmetals.com. Give them a call. Start talking to them today. It didn't cost anything to call. CornerstoneAssetMetals.com. 888-747-3309. 888-747-3309.